we're going to the chapel and we're okay just kidding um (laughs) (laughs) it's Allison really thinks she's a good singer now that she has gotten so much positive feedback off of her TikTok live performance. Yeah. So, oh, so much. Oodles of positive <laughs> feedback. Oodles. Um, okay, yes, this is Allison with Sarah in another episode of For the Love of Chad, and we are talking all things wedding. Woo! I'm going to start off when we see um, swiping through people on dating apps and we see wedding photos. And then you're like, okay, maybe it's a groomsman. Maybe it's the best man. And then you realize it's their wedding photos. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they're discreet about it. Sometimes it is hard to tell if they're the groom or groomsmen. Sometimes it's very obvious. They just lay it out there for you. Some, yeah, sometimes it's very obvious, yet I will still be oblivious because I'm thinking who would use like such a sacred thing? Like think about the state of mind you were in when you were getting those photos I feel like that's just so disrespectful. Maybe not to use those photos for like such a special sacred day on a dating app, like something a little like sometimes some might describe a little trashy, but honestly, a lot of people meet their soulmates on there. So really trashy. I don't know. No, I don't think you should use your wedding photos on a dating app ever, but we've already talked about how the excuse for every man in America is we don't take photos of ourselves. So they act like this is the only photo that's ever been taken of them for all of time. And they've been professionally doctored and altered. So they look better. So they're like, oh, keen photos to use. Yeah, I fe- I have two minds about this. Because like on the one hand, like I said, I feel like it's kind of disrespecting that like big memory that you had and like this is you committing yourself to somebody and then you're using it on a dating app something like very casual but then at the same time obviously you're gonna look hella good in those photos and you paid a shit ton of money for them so it's not like you're hanging them up in your house and enjoying them and enjoying all the money you spent on them so I guess like that, when else would you use it? You know, it's not like you're everybody else who's going to post the same photos every wedding anniversary. So you got limited opportunity with those. So I've got too much. I understand. I understand. I just feel like I would tuck those in a box and leave them in their little holy space. I would, I would as well. But I think my hang up with the wedding photos is also... One, how old are the photos? Because ideally they're old. If you're on an app and you're ready to be in a new relationship, ideally that photo is old. There should be a lot of space between this ended marriage and you trying to pursue someone else. So then I'm like, "Mm, you probably don't look like that anymore. Or you're just a douche and there actually isn't much room or space in between the relationship. Two, I think if you're going to post wedding photos on there, you need to just outright state the situation. Like, don't make me guess questions about the wedding. Just be like, failed marriage. Like, oh my gosh. Okay, I'm going to disagree with you on that one. Okay, I don't know that you need to say failed marriage, but I think you need to lay it out there. Just say like, no longer married. I don't know. I feel like you need to give some details. You can't just throw wedding photos into your dating app with no additional information. Or maybe be a little lighthearted about it. Like, I was looking hella good on my wedding day. I kept the photos, not the wife, you know? Well, okay, that's fine. You can say it however yeah. you want. I just think, I think there needs to be some context. Maybe a little lighthearted. If you, 
if you could be, if you could find a way to be a little lighthearted, but maybe some people might think that what I just said was douchey. I thought it was a little funny and I, it was right off the top of my head. So I'm a little impressed with myself, but also I was on a dating app and this guy looked like he was the groom. Except I was like, certainly he's not the groom posing with the wife. Like, certainly he would have cropped her or something or like only had his solo groom photos. So what the photo was, was he was sitting in a chair with the bride and they were holding hands. And I thought it was like a brother sister thing. Okay. And I said, oh, is that your wife? And he was like, oh, yeah, ha, ha. And so then I showed my friends because I had set up a date with him. And they're like, no, I'm pretty sure that's like, actually, he's the groom in that. Like, that's a very much bride and groom photo. I'm like, really? I thought it was sister brother. So then it's the day of our date. And he says that he just got out of something serious. And he's not ready for the date. And then it clicked. It finally registered. That that, in fact, was his wife that he was sitting in the chair with holding hands. Why would you choose that photo? Yeah, I, I don't know why you would choose that photo. I, I don't know. But I agree with what you said. Now that you say it, there are several brothers of women that have gotten married. And it's a brother-sister photo. Because sometimes I will inquire. Because yeah. I'm just curious. Yeah. Like, is this your wife? And they'll be like, no, it's my sister. Um, so I think those photos are fine to use, but I, I think you should just state that. I don't think I should have to ask about that and it shouldn't be confusing. Um, yeah, I thought that I was going on a date with, um, a married man once because, well, he was a professional, um, a professional football player. So he was like very easy to Google, but I saw that he had a wedding registry And I was like, oh, my gosh, he's a married man. But then, you know, I saw the news that the the relationship ended. So they never it was just an engagement. They never got married. But at first, like you can delete registries. Well, I'm sure he probably didn't think, oh, some girl is going to be Googling me. (laughs) He probably should have been your first thought. He probably thought that, oh, they'll stop at the football stats. And like, stop at my highlights and not go further down. I'm like, no, I wanted to see all of it. All of it. But I think if you're a guy, I guess, or girl, honestly, if I see a photo and it's not clear what the relationship is, like if it's not clear, if it's brother or sister or your wife, most of the time I just swipe left. Like, I don't even want to be involved. I don't even want to inquire. So if you're going to use the photos, say what they are. Don't make me ask because I'm probably not going to ask because I don't want I don't want that beef. Yeah. If you look handsy with the girl, then I just swipe left. If I can't tell, I'm always going to inquire. I'm not going to tiptoe around it. But then when that guy was like, yeah, that is my wife. Ha ha. I didn't believe it. <laughs> See, I just feel like I don't engage. I'm like, I don't want any part of that and don't even yeah. open up the window per se. Yeah. So I guess, guys, you got to clarify. Yeah. I would say don't use them at all. If you are going to use them, you have to specify. Yeah. Um, So that was all of my little stints with seeing wedding photos on dating apps and thinking I was going to be dating a married man. But now I guess we can dive into just 
being part of the wedding or being in the wedding, like either as a bridesmaid, maid of honor, wedding guest. I think we've got some stories there, certainly. Yeah, there's a whole host of things. I think we should go in order of the events. So like first is usually the bachelorette party. Yes. So I think that's where we should start. So I love a good bachelorette party. And then we've got friends who are like in different locations. So we have to fly in anyway. So I like the destination ones for those because I'm flying anyway. So it might as well be somewhere fun. The big bachelorette parties are a little difficult when you got like 30 girls. Mm -hmm. I've done like the 30 girls versus the four girls. And it's a lot easier to manage with the four girls. Yeah, the smaller party is more fun every time. But when I have to throw the party, Mm. I go ham on the details. I once took my friend's fiance and made tiny little faces in 11 by 12 sheet, like 50 11 by 12 sheets and cut out his face, tiny little faces to make confetti for the room. And we are still finding confetti to this day. But I even cut out his little ears too. My friend was like, how'd you not get carpal tunnel? So I get really excessive. I'm like, what kind of things can I do here? I love that. To really go all out. Yeah. It might not be like the most expensive all out, but it's it's usually a more unique approach. (laughs) Like confetti heads. Yeah. In most instances, I do like the unique approach, but then I feel that we're all getting so hung up on comparing our bachelorette parties to others in the friend group. And there's so many people that are so concerned that, well, someone else did this, so we can't do this. Well, I have been to enough now that we're running out of locations and we're running out of activities. Yeah. All my friends are like in different groups. All my girlfriends who are getting married, they're all in different groups. So, like, every everybody at the bachelorette party is different. Oh, no. Mine are not. So, it's like, unless neck the next one is going to be in the middle of bumfuck Arkansas and we're going to go cow tipping, like, some of y'all are going to have to start repeating. We are yeah. literally running out of cities in the continental U.S. that we have not been to and yeah. activities we haven't done. And, like, the matching outfit, like, well, so-and-so did a boat, so we can't do a boat. I'm sorry. If you're on a location on the water, I'm sure people are going to try to do a boat. Yeah. yeah. Who is claiming who boats cares? here? Like, who cares? Like, boats and hoes. It's boats for all the hoes. Not that one hoe. It's for all the hoes. Or like, well, so-and-so did a night where everybody wears all black. Fucking everyone in America does the night where everybody wears all black. Yeah. Like, let's not try to get creative. I had one that was like, well, let's wear all wear neon yellow. Where would you like me to buy neon yellow? No. Like, With this no, pale I, ass no. skin? No. <laughs> My complexion? Absolutely not. Like, people already have black dresses in their closet. Just let the people wear what they have. If yeah. they don't want to wear what they have, if they would like to go buy a new outfit, go right ahead. Yeah. We don't need to be, like, wearing no neon yellow. Yeah, or I the guess- swimsuits, the matching swims. Oh my god! Yeah, I haven't really done that as much. Obviously, people buy shirts, and we're all wearing the matching shirts, and we're all in uniform, like for the day. I have an entire drawer of matching I know. shirts. I thought at a time that maybe some of my friend groups would overlap on their themes. 
And mm-hmm. we would, I would be able to wear the shirt to both events, but I think it's time that I just, I donate my shirts already. Yeah. I, I have so many. So I do appreciate the people that are trying to do something else and are trying to like pick an item where that you can all match, but it's something that you could wear at a later yeah. time that maybe isn't super personalized or yeah, like, but, like still makes a good group photo, but like I love margaritas is much better than bride squad. I could wear that on Cinco de Maya. Yeah. Maya. I agree. Or like yeah. a pool cover up or you know, like something that makes like a cute group photo, but isn't like batch trip 2022. You know what? I um I sent you this a TikTok of what people are doing now. It's like Cards Against Humanity shirts, and the bride's wearing the main card, and it's saying this. Oh, that was hysterical. This trip is sponsored by dot dot dot, and then all the other girls in the bachelorette party are like. By Sugar Daddy, by my dad's MasterCard, by um, like my drunk selfies or something, like whatever. And it was so funny, these options. I totally butchered it. But I think that is a, an hysterical approach. However, I would not be able to wear that again. It only works when you're in the group, you know? It does. But like that was that's at least funny. Yeah, it's so funny. And like um, you will get a lot of attention by that. Yeah, but swimsuits are just hard because not everyone like fits into the same suit. It's not flattering on everyone. Like, yeah, I hate I hate the mandated suits. That's so trendy now is everybody wears like the same swimsuit. I haven't had that experience yet. And all the ones that you group order, the material is so thin. If you have any chest at all, it's so, so low in the front. You feel like you're going to fall out the whole time. There's no back to it. Your ass is out. I'm like, this is terrible. Yeah. Not a fan. Well, I haven't experienced any of that, but I think because of my unique decor selections, my sister's getting married and I think she's a little stressed. She hasn't vocalized, but I think she's kind of like, I hope Allison doesn't make this look tacky because she I think she often thinks that when I decorate for a party, it might go on the tacky side and she likes it more elegant. I mean, the balloon arch wall balloon fiasco was bomb. So So why have you not proved yourself after that? Well, she hasn't said anything, but I really tried. That was my proving point that I can make Mm. it a classy, elegant thing for her when she got engaged I think that's up for debate to be fair but when she got engaged her fiance gave us a heads up and I studied for weeks how to make a balloon wall like I studied for weeks because I knew I had only an hour to execute and I had to blow up tie and create a balloon wall structure it tie it all together and the end um I knew I only had like an hour and a half to do it so by the time she left and came back yeah I was hustling and my sister helped my older sister helped me like structure it but I was just there I got a balloon blower and I was like Houdini yeah no it was great but you were mentioning the swimsuits how Mm -hmm. it's so hard to find something that pleases everybody well obviously that's the case for bridesmaid dresses too oh my god (laughs) hey I always want to look bomb at a wedding. And I know, yeah, obviously, I know it's always about the bride. And like she she's the one that needs to look the most beautiful. Yeah, I'm not which, trying to upstage anyone, but I'm also not trying to look like I'm wearing a bag. Yeah. So like 
if you're coming in as a guest, you usually are going to look way fire, way more fire than in your way fire. Dress. Yeah, you're going to look way hotter in your wedding guest dress than your bridesmaid dress. Usually that's the case. I agree. And it's like, I so much understand that it's the bride's day or whatever, but couldn't we just try to be a little sympathetic to the people that have to wear the dresses? Maybe try it on yourself. Maybe if you're not comfortable wearing it, maybe let's not require 12 other people to purchase it. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm looking. There's not that many options to choose from. I feel Are like- Are you kidding? They're all look the same. Okay, that's fine. But there is a thousand sites now. You can go on that. Put up the same thing. It's roughly the same. Okay, but you're not going to have this like wow dress. It just has to be flattering. That's what I'm saying. There's not that many options. And then every place has like the same type of thing. I don't know. I still think there's a good amount. But I think that some people still just choose these ridiculous dresses that I wager that they don't even want to wear themselves. So why would you make your friends wear them? Yeah. I pray this person is not listening, but I legit vetoed being a bridesmaid and did not go to the wedding because I did not want to wear the dress. Oh my gosh. It was that bad. I've been lucky myself with the dresses that my friends have chosen. I think they've looked nice. I just think like in my, if I came in at a wedding guest dress, I would be showing a little more leg, maybe a little more cleave, you know? You know. Well, it's hard if it's a church wedding and you're standing on the altar. Yeah. Like, the tits can't be out for the boys, for the yeah. priest. Yeah. Like, you, you got to keep them in a little. Yeah. So, so it's hard. True. But then also people, like, now they also choose, like, different style dresses. So you're able to choose the style that you want. See, I appreciate when people do that a lot. Yeah. Because it allows people to pick something that they actually like. But I had one. I mean, I was still in the wedding, but I had one. This drove me nuts. Um, I actually went dress shopping with the girl as well. And this wedding was in the summer. It was in the dead of summer and outside. So when she was dress shopping, her like top requirement was that the fabric of the dress was light and airy and flowy and not tight so she wasn't going to be hot this broad then chooses the heaviest itchiest most terrible fabric for the bridesmaids dresses oh my god they're high neck they are full length not high neck like you have no skin showing they're like a almost a almost a turtleneck oh no down sleeveless but to the ground and we have to stand outside in these freaking dresses and I'm like are you kidding like your whole thing was that your dress had to be essentially made of like I don't know feathers aren't light I'm trying to think of a very light airy thing and then you put us in these hot boxes I I thought I was gonna die yeah well, my friend, we had like long dresses and everything and hers wasn't like the last day of September and she thought it was going to be cooler and it was like 90 degrees and I had a band of sweat underneath my boobs in the photos. It looked like I was wearing a belt because oh the sweat, my God. I had like a sweat band around my like abdomen, not that my abdomen, but yeah, it looks like I 
it looked like I had a sash. Mm. Not to mention the armpits as well. It was so freaking hot. You hate to see it. Yeah. I was like, cute. But you I also really do appreciate, though, when people pick dark colors that don't oh, show Oh, that sweat. was dark. It was a plum. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well. So it would have been way worse. Because <laughs> I've had to wear the mint green several times now. Mm. Um, and different varieties of dresses have looked fine and haven't showed sweat. But there was one that I wore that was like mint green lace. Oh, my God. The sweat stains on that sucker oh was my so bad. Yikes. And we had mandated like matching shoes. Like instead of just saying nude heels, we all had like specific, a very specific type of shoe we had to get. This broad walked us all around this park for miles in these shoes that she picked out. I had these massive blisters before I even got to the reception. I think I left the shoes under the table of the reception. I don't even think I brought them I had that situation too. Horrid. Yeah. Not good. Not good. But I don't know how to curl my hair at all. So when I am a wedding guest, I now like set up an appointment at like the blow dry place. The dry bar? The dry bar. And they curl my hair. I need to learn. I am so confused. I've tried so many times. I've like sat in front of the mirror for hours since I was like 18 trying this and nothing works. Yeah, I'm pretty good at curling my hair. So there's some times where I feel bad. The bride pays obviously for your, well, not obviously, not everyone has paid, but for hair or makeup. And I'm like, my hair looks terrible. I could have done it better myself for free for you, for me. Like, yeah. Sometimes it just looks awful. I've had awful makeup too. A lot of the times I'll just tell them, do the hair however you want, or I'll ask the bride what she wants. But like, I I set zero expectations. I'm like, just do what you want. Just make sure it's up. No. A lot of times I think I could have done it better myself. Um, But bad makeup is hard too. Yeah. Like there's nothing worse than learning the lesson that you need to bring your own makeup bag to the makeup and just going in the bathroom and trying to fix it yourself. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I just, uh, I've definitely had some bad makeup days when it's done on me, but at the same time, I don't wear that much makeup. So I feel like everything's going to probably look not normal on me. And then I'm like, okay, in photos, it's got to be heavier so it stay so it can resonate in the photo. So I, I don't know. It's not the cutest in person, but I'm, I'm like, I try to tell myself it's for the photos. Yeah, there's one thing, though, of it just looking heavy in person. There's another thing when it's just bad. When the foundation shade does not match your skin and there's, like, a distinct line, when it's already, yeah. like, caking or cracking before you even get there. And then I was or when in a they wedding. put on bronzer and it's just that streak on your cheek. Yeah, they attempt to contour. Yeah. Um, but I was in a wedding and my parents were there. My dad asked me straight up where my Adam's apple was and told me I looked like a drag queen. I was oh like, my Great. Gosh. thank you. That's that's really kind. Thanks Fantastic. for the subtleness. <laughs> to be fair, it wasn't good, but I was like, I don't really need to hear this from you. Yeah. Thank you. When I know all my photos are going to be taken and I'm in all these pictures for all of time. But sometimes it's an easy fix. Like the streak of bronzer, like you can just kind of like blend that in yourself. Like when your eye makeup is like black, 
there's no fixing that unless you take it off all the way. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But I did have a friend. Oh, this was so sad. She got her makeup done and her hair done. And she was so unhappy with it. When she got back to the house, she literally took it all off and redid it herself. The day of her wedding. It was her wedding? Yes. Oh, my God. And she hated it so much. She took it all off and did it herself. Jeez, that's stressful. I know. I felt really bad. I mean, I she would have like- looked beautiful either way, but. The men have it so much easier. Like we so wake, easy. We wake up at like six in the morning to start the hair and makeup before photos before the wedding. Right. If we're and lucky, they just have to buy like a blue suit. Yeah, like, they're gonna wear a blue suit again. Am I going to wear a gold ball gown? No, I'm not. And then it's like we've been up for now three or four hours, and it's like I always have to go. And grab the rings and go down to the boys' room and, like, hand them over the rings and everything. And they are sitting there in their pajamas still. And they're like, oh, just went for a run or something. I'm like, what? We have been up for hours getting hair and makeup. And then it's like the whole dress thing. I'm sure the suits, they just have to rent something. That's a lot easier. We have to go for so many alterations for the dresses. The men have it so much easier on so many different levels. Well, a lot of guys, to be honest, have been moving to buying the suit instead of renting because you pay about the same. And at least if you buy it, you get to keep it. Yeah. And there's going to be some occasion where you have to wear a suit. See, God forbid it's a funeral, another wedding where you're a guest. Like you can wear that suit again. Also, These why dresses, they've got it easier. We cannot yeah. recycle the dresses. I have recycled one. I had one bridesmaid that was dressed that was just like a very simple black dress. And I went to a black tie wedding and I wore it again. Okay. I have another one that's burgundy that I like that if I ever got invited to another black tie wedding, I probably could wear again. Yeah. But most, the vast majority of them, I absolutely can't ever wear again. Yeah. Another thing with this is plus ones. I have never, well, I've never brought a plus one to a wedding because I'm not about to bring somebody I'm not actually interested in to a wedding. I think it's a waste of everybody's time and I'd rather hang out with my friends. And I know we said before that it's nice if, to bring somebody if you don't know anybody else at the wedding though. But, um, and I've also not gone as a plus one. So I mingle with a lot of the single men there, except sometimes... Either if it's just all family or if I don't know anybody, then the mingling gets harder. But usually, usually I can find some people to mingle with. Yeah, usually you can. But I feel like you were lied to about the crowd that was going to be at weddings. Like wedding crashers leads you to believe there's just going to be like a ton of single guys and a ton of single girls. And you're just going to meet at a wedding and like all hook up. That yeah. is not what happens. No. There is like very rarely groups of single people at weddings. Yeah. Everyone has brought somebody. Um, people do not go by themselves. But I have a funny story in this regard. I went to a wedding in which there, this was probably the wedding with the most single guys I've ever seen at a wedding. And I was like, okay, I I have always wanted to live the fantasy of the wedding crasher, like hook up with someone and then ha ha from yeah. a wedding so I was like flirting with this guy and no one else really like seemed to be showing him any interest and I was like okay like I think I could hook him to come home later 
literally this broad at the wedding comes up to me and goes, honey, don't even bother. He's going home with me. I was like, whoa, competition, throwing it down. Like, let's not fight over this, like, six man at best for the evening. Yeah. Help help yourself. She did sleep with him. Oh, I thought you were going to say, and so I got competitive. No, a wedding is not a time for that. Yeah. I was not, I was not going to argue with this girl. It was not, it was not the time. My ex, one of my exes and I have the same friends. And so I have had the pleasure of going without a plus one, which I wouldn't have brought a plus one anyway, unless I was in a relationship. But I have had the pleasure of sitting at his table with his significant other on multiple weddings. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, cool, yeah, cool, that- cool. That is I, terrible. You know, just I wonder, will I will there ever be a day where he will see me as well with the place? <laughs> <laughs> I think we've ran out of weddings pretty much at this point. But uh Are I you think serious? No. There's that we a few both more. would be going to. That we both You would don't be think going there's to. any left that you both would go to? I think there's a few. Maybe. Maybe there's the opportunity be... I think is still there. Okay. It's it's growing slim, but I, I think it's the door is still open. Okay. There might be one or two more where maybe we'd be going to the same wedding. And maybe, mm-hmm. maybe by the time that happens, I will find a man. <laughs> I'm not going to hold out hope, to be honest. Oh, honestly, no. Because even if I did find a man, they might get stingy on the plus ones. Yeah. I mean, with COVID, if you were invited to any wedding this year, nobody's getting a plus one. You probably weren't even going. Yeah. So because I've never had a plus one, you know, I'm just mingling by myself. A lot of men like will try to come up and dance and, um, the more, the merrier, honestly, honestly, except it gets awkward when my parents are there Mm. and there's these men who are like hitting on me and I'm not, I'm not that excited about it. I, I usually don't entertain it for that long, but I was at a wedding, no parents there that were mine. And I, had gotten so drunk. It was my first like friend's wedding and I am a lightweight and people kept passing me their drinks. So I would have like a little bit of whiskey, then a little bit of vodka, way too much, way too much mixing. Okay. Mm. And I was like on the dance floor and I had this vodka in my hand and the guys dancing with me and I like to do like back bends where I, I go low. I don't oh, do like a no. full arch back bend, but I do like I dip back and I'm doing kind of my back bend. I have my drink in hand. And as I go up with my drink, as I like pull my body back up, I also hoist my arm forward, splash myself in the face with my vodka. Oh, no. And I thought somebody dumped their drink on me so (laughs) I said to the guy did you see (laughs) she're lying so I I said to the guy did you see who just threw their drink at me Allison oh my god he looks at me like he is so scared and I'm like where'd the bitch go (laughs) Did you see which way she went? 
Oh she my god. She just dumped her whole drink on me. <laughs> Nobody tells me what happens. He looks super scared, has no idea what just happened. So then, like, I realized, like, Allison, you're intoxicated. So I went to sit down. I'm trying to drink a lot of water. And then I realized, like, it's late. Everybody's kind of going to bed now. It's time for you to go to sleep. So I walked myself up to my room. And I ended the night a little earlier than everybody else. (laughs) And I, like, woke up the next morning and realized what, well, not the, maybe not the next morning, but, like, a couple days later, I realized what happened. Nobody told me what happened. They weren't like, no, you splashed on yourself. They were just like, no, I didn't see anybody Mm. else. And yeah, I was like, who did that? Did you see that girl dump her drink on me? I was the girl. I dumped my drink on myself. Oh my God. That is wild. That was like right out of college. Uh, I mean, on one hand, there's like nothing better than being drunk at a wedding. But when you turn the corner to too drunk, the wedding I, is not the place to be too drunk no, because I you're hate- embarrassing yourself in front of a large group of people. That was like the last time I got that intoxicated. I hate being drunk. I love being tipsy. I love being buzzed. Drunk is not for me. Yeah. I just get too tired. Like, I feel like some people alcohol like livens them up. No, I just want to no. go to bed. If I'm drunk, I'm tired. And then the next day for like three days, I'm like, I, I'm like, mom, I need to go to the hospital. Somebody take me to the hospital. I'm dying. It's so bad. Great story, Allison. You're such a catch. You're such a class act. You're about to find that plus one. <laughs> I mean, there were two weddings that I distinctly remember being like absolutely hammered at. One, I put myself to bed. Everybody went out after and I knew that I had no business going out. So I put myself to bed. Yeah. <laughs> The other one, this was at UD. You were not there, though. This was not a mutual UD friend. <laughs> we went to the bars after, mm-hmm. and we were staying in the alumni houses. And I woke up the next day with a headache like you would not not believe. Yes. Yeah. So I'm like, why does it smell like cheese? <laughs> I was lying in like five unopened uncovered breakfast tacos with just all the ingredients dumped out in the bed are you sure i wasn't there because you did like basically the same thing at uh, a recent ud wedding i went downstairs and you and our other friend had left all these like lettuce droplings everywhere that was from jimmy john's no these were breakfast tacos i was lying in a bed full of bacon, egg, and cheese with full, untouched tortillas just, like, oh my spread about. And I was like, I am a menace. People are coming in my room. Apparently, there were there were more. Apparently, they're, like, either a dollar or $2 after 2 a.m. And I had just th- – I, I, I don't recall this. Apparently, I had just put a $20 bill down on the counter and asked for however many a $20 bill would buy – Um, which if they were $2 was, you know, 10 tacos and there is ground. I don't even like cheese. We have gone over this. There is shredded cheese all the way down the hallway, like ground into the carpet. There's egg shards everywhere. I was like, no, I, I, this is not good. Yeah. Well, I loved seeing all of your guys' droppings of the Jimmy John's at eight in the morning. 
after all this time, I'm so bitter still. <laughs> well, I apologize. Thank you so much. I feel You're like so I welcome. can close this chapter now. Okay, good. Um, But that was basically everything I had. I mean, you got your maid of honor speeches. I crushed those. At least I tell myself I do. But I feel like I do have a hard time not making it about myself. (laughs) (laughs) I always want to like talk about like my relationship with the bride. But then I'm like, no, Allison, it's supposed to be about the bride's relationship with the groom. Okay. I know. But this this is part of the struggle, I think. Like. I think there's a few ways that you can take a wedding speech. Mm-hmm. You can like give advice to the bride and groom. Okay. Well, I'm in no position to None. give anyone marriage or love advice. No. So there goes that. Um, I can't even really give you like good sound relationship advice. I, I don't have any advice or wisdom to yeah. give you. Like, I don't really have anything profound to say to the group. Mm-hmm. And I feel like usually in the weddings that I've been in, it's very rare that I know the couple that well together. Yeah. Like I'm usually friends with the bride on her own Mm -hmm. and I've met the groom a few times, but I wouldn't say I've like grown up with the couple or like know them super well as a couple. So what you end up doing is speaking to your experience, which is your friendship with the bride. Yeah. And like, what else are you supposed to say? I don't know. I touch on the, the, friendship with the bride but then I touch on like the friendship and how it resonates with her character and how I've seen her character either like grow or what there is about her character that would make her like a great life partner you know that kind of stuff yeah but I feel like that's not the most entertaining for the audience bitch you have heard my maid of honor stories are you telling me that you were not entertained Yes, I'm not saying you're. No, you're like you were trying to reflect, and all of a sudden I saw in your face that you couldn't even recall how you even felt no. about it. No, I that is not true. You are putting words in my mouth. Yours was funny, but the parts of it that are sentimental are not the parts that are funny. Oh yes, right. So like the sentimental parts of the speech are not what are entertaining the crowd. No. What's entertaining the crowd are your stories of your friendship. Like the stories of you two together, like funny things that you're sharing. Not when you're going on and on about how great she is. Like obviously everyone knows that's why they're there. Yes. So indubitably, I feel like people tune out during that part. Yeah. Like I feel like the bride wants to hear it, obviously, but like, do, does a room of three hundred people really care how great you think she is? Yeah. No, I argue no, because they're all the same. They all sound the same until you start telling unique stories. Yeah. Some people go on way too long. That's the other thing. Like, cap it. Yeah. I don't need the whole life story. I don't need to know from when you were two to now. Yeah. Short and sweet. I think the dads are the worst about the rambling. Sometimes I've had some good ones, but yes. I've had good ones as well. Sometimes you're like going on 20 minutes and you're like, whoa. Yeah. Or if the maid of honor is a little overserved, shall we say. There's nothing worse than when you can tell that she's drunk and you're like, this speech needs to end now. Yeah. That's not a good move either. Yeah. I don't know, man. But those were basically all my stories. Obviously, there's so many things to dive in about weddings, but like, 
I have two more things that we did not talk about. Oh, do tell, do tell. Um, well, one in regards to weddings, I feel like it's everybody gets one. I will come to one wedding of yours. I will give you one wedding gift. If any of you attempt to be serial or repeat offenders, I'm not coming again. Yeah. I have already spent all this money to come and fly out. This was your opportunity to do it correctly. If you did not, I'm not coming. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, divorce rate's high and nobody expects it. But, like, would I silently be a little bitter that, like, it's now twice I'm doing all this effort and... They aren't even doing it once for me, you know? Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not doing it. You all you all get one. So choose wisely. Um, and then I should have talked about this when we were talking about bachelorette parties, but there is something about girls that sleep with a groom on a bachelor party. Oh yes. This is an entire phenomenon. That really confuses me. But you know what it says more about? The fucking groom who sleeps with a girl on his bachelorette party. That's what says more. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, if you're a girl, like, perhaps just, like, don't. But, like, bachelor and bachelorette parties are not really, like, the time to get in, like, your last good fuck. Yeah. Like, if you'd like to screw someone else or, like, perhaps let's not get married yeah perhaps don't propose like the number of times i have heard or seen this happen i'm like what is happening Mm -hmm. what are we doing and i feel like i hear it less the other way around like no i've never heard a bride to be sleeping with some other guy on his bachelor party and her and maybe just my friends are respectable human beings but well, it's either that or several, several times. It's either that or like their guy friends who are on the bachelorette party who are also engaged or have been in relationships for five years and they're sleeping with a rando. Like, what? Why is that so common that we hear that? Yeah, I don't get it. It kind of disgusts me, to be honest. Yeah, like it's hard to have faith in humanity and like finding someone to be with and they'll, they'll respect you. And here they are celebrating it's like part of the marriage experience they're celebrating with their friends they're like boy boy via boy bon voyage, bon voyage. <laughs> you're still in a relationship you're still committed you're engaged yeah like just because you're on your bachelor party does not mean that you get to sleep with anyone else i've definitely like i don't care how drunk you are i've definitely seen like you know People disappear a little bit at the strip club into a private room for a while, but they are single women. Yeah. It's not the bride. Yeah. Also, I don't know what happens in there. (laughs) They might just be having a nice little chat about their feelings. (laughs) Just paid for some silence, you know, a few moments alone. When I went to a bachelorette party, it was a male reserve. And it was basically like Magic Mike. And I couldn't stop laughing. Review? It, yeah, it was a male oh, review, yeah. And <laughs> reserve. <laughs> so it really like reminded me of like a really poor um, edition of Magic Mike. And it reminded me of like my grammar school talent shows where it's just like 
all these props. Like a guy came out as a cop and he's lip syncing to a song or he's also lip syncing to a skit. And they're like, excuse me, ma'am. Have you been a naughty girl? And it's not even his oh voice. Oh my it's God. Someone else over the speaker and they're mouthing to it. And like at these male reviews, because strip clubs are like not allowed in Chicago, they like don't take off their pants or anything. But well, what is the point? Yeah. So I thought it was really funny. Like it wasn't like a turn on at all. It was just like these guys who were like, not like the cutest, but it was like, you wanted to be proud of them because they were trying their hardest. Like, Ooh, (laughs) you really nailed that body roll or like, yeah, they're just like there. I'm like, Ooh, you really, you really timed it out. Well, your lip syncing was on point. But then when they start going into the crowd, and I think when like you're not interested is when they want to give you the most attention. That's what I've heard. Oh, yeah. They, there's a spidey sense there. Yeah, that's what I've heard and that's what I've experienced. So I would have these men throwing me around, doing all these tricks, like throwing me in the air, like throwing me over their shoulder, around the back, like all oh, these things. Oh, no. So, and I was like, please stop, please stop, please stop. So I started asking them about their mother. I'd be in the air over their shoulder. I'm like, so what does your mom think about this? Like, are you in school right now? Or is like, do you have like nice Sunday dinners with your mom? Which I mean is a little bitchy, you know, because like who who wants to like get their mom involved unless their mom's totally for it. But I don't want them to feel bad about themselves. But at the same time, I did not want to be thrown around and be like this little toy for this guy. Yeah, no, that's that's not. So, you know, sometimes you have to fight fire with fire. <laughs> Ask them about their mom. Yeah. Oh, Lord. But I think that's all I got. Relatable content, right? Not for the men, <laughs> but for the women. And now the men can see what we have to endure. Yeah, you can you can appreciate it. If you are ever in a relationship and your girlfriend has to be in a wedding, just help a sister out. You know, do her a few favors. Don't make her day any more stressful than it has to be. And um, if you're going to a wedding, don't invite a plus one for kicks because they're not that enjoyable to go to. As someone that doesn't know anyone, just suck it up and go alone. Yeah. Um, And I'm sure that the couple would appreciate you not being a plus one, not bringing a plus one that you're not interested in. Yeah, for sure. Or their parents, whoever's paying for it. (laughs) Well... Men appreciate us. Women relate to us, right? Right? Um, I think maybe that's really the motto of our entire podcast. Yeah, I think maybe. I'm sad it, it's not already been established as the tagline. Yeah. Men appreciate us. Women relate to us. That is it, ladies uh, and gentlemen. That is for the love of Chad. You're welcome. Tell your friends. No, but seriously, tell your friends, subscribe, write a review if you so please, and we'd really appreciate it. We know this is the best hour of your week, so you might as well tell a pal, let them have a good hour of their week, a little happy hump day action. Yeah, add a little oomph to that hump day. Yeah, rope them in. Listen to it together. Discuss it afterwards. If you're in a book club, Maybe talk about us at the end of the book club. Yeah. <laughs> Throw us in wherever you can. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you're at work, like put it over in the overhead speakers, you know, why not? 
Why not? Um, so if you've got any dating stories or any topic ideas, you can reach us at for the love of chad.podcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram for any updates at for the love of chad underscore podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us. Bye.